This is BJ Tanner, Marcus Finn on the Orville. You're listening to Planetary Union Network on the Orville Podcast. This is Joe Quickle. And I'm Michael May. And this is Planetary Union Network, the Orville Fan Podcast. And joining us tonight for a second time is Mark Jackson. Welcome back, Mark. Great to be back. Um, I saw uh, uh, Scott uh, tweeted about milk duds. Have you gotten a chance to try those yet? <laughs> I'm still not sure what they are. <laughs> um, I think there's some sort of like candy or something you get here i mean is it is it solid milk is that what it is uh, I don't know. it's like a caramel sort of candy that... a really cheap caramel candy <laughs> it is yeah i mean they sorry, look cheap. sorry milk yeah, duds fans <laughs> <laughs> if anyone wants to send me a free packet like if milk duds want to have like some sort of corporate experience with me then I'll, you know, I'm, <laughs> I'm open to it but I, i'm not gonna guarantee i'll like them <laughs> anyway Okay, so uh, also, also got to know just uh, um, who was the better kisser, the Mocklin in the Cove of Pleasure or Dr. Finn? Uh, well, the thing is, the Mocklin wasn't two-way, was it? I, I didn't no, reciprocate with the Mocklin, so uh, it, Claire's going to win that one. Yeah, Claire wins. <laughs> and you got, a, you got a new costume for this season, right? Like I've been eager to talk to you about this because I know we talked to you last time that was on the horizon. Like you knew, I think they were going to make some changes. Um, and so can you talk about that a little bit? Like how, what are some of the differences in the, uh, the costume you're wearing and, and how does that change just kind of the way that you perform the character? Well, yeah, it has changed, um, slightly recently, um, this season, about halfway through, they, they changed it. Um, it was mostly just to make it look a bit, but bit better. Um, no concern for my comfort at all. So, uh, <laughs> no, no, they they're pretty good about that. They they um they make sure that they uh, that I am comfortable. But um, yeah. So it it changed a bit underneath, which obviously you wouldn't see, and it's not that interesting. But um, on top, they sort of hardened bits of it, um, because you can get a bit wrinkly, <laughs> Isaac. Huh. Uh, for such an advanced life form, wrinkles aren't really a good look. <laughs> so um they yeah they, they hardened a few bits um we went through we tried a few different things they you know they they were very diligent um the whole team and uh they came up with you know his gauntlets are now a separate piece and um it's it, you know it takes a little while to get him in now but we've got it down quite quite well um yeah it's like it's like changing tires on a on a race car with Isaac. <laughs> we'll have people shouting at us from set what when's isaac ready come on <laughs> camera's rolling uh, um, it's good i mean it wasn't it wasn't crazy i think it was meant to be quite subtle they changed the neck piece a bit um you know i mean i think a lot of people did notice but it it wasn't meant to be a isaac's had an upgrade yeah kind of thing you know yeah 
I'm sure there are hardcore fans who, you know, like notice all the differences. Like I, I'm, I'm a pretty, like, just not observant person. I guess my wife would tell you, but <laughs> it, it all looked the same to me. <laughs> so it's your anniversary tonight. So uh, yeah. <laughs> oops, <laughs> you shouldn't be doing this. That's for sure. <laughs> Um, and I've always also wanted to ask you always, like when you're playing Isaac, you're doing something very specific with your hands. Like there's a deliberate choice you're making. Can you talk about the thought process behind that? Like what, what, uh, what is that about? I mean, it, I can try and make it sound very, very cerebral and kind of, uh, <laughs> <but> <laughs> it all sort of just developed quite naturally, really. I mean, um, I always find when I, when I do a role, and I think uh, most actors must find this, is that until you get into the costume, you don't quite inhabit the part. Um, that's particularly true um, of sort of costume dramas. And, you know, if you've got to wear like a doublet and hose, if you're doing Shakespeare or or whatever, I mean, until you're wearing that, um, or like if it's a really sharp kind of Armani suit or something, you, you don't feel the you don't feel the part until you're in it. So wearing Isaac's costume um, just sort of imbued the character with its with its own sense of self, which was very useful. Mm -hmm. um, Hands-wise, yeah, I've, I've tried to make him a bit more expressive this year. Um, it might be my own insecurity thinking, oh, I don't want him to be too... I mean, wooden's a bad word. What, what am I looking for here? Metal, I guess. Sure. You know, that kind of... Um, I want him to be very expressive. Um, and the costume is very expressive. Like that, that faceplate is weirdly expressive, isn't it? Yeah, um, yeah. But I, I really thought with the hands. Actually, the, we did get new gloves this year. They they became rubbery. Um, they're sort of one molded piece of rubber, which they're very very clever. And I, I suddenly sort of felt very playful in them. So he has got a bit more handsy this year, if you like. <laughs> <laughs> it is something that I like about the character that. Uh, you know, because there is only so much that like you as an actor can do, like behind that faceplate. Um, and I want to talk to you about that too, because this episode you got to act out of it. Um, but uh, but just yeah, I don't know something about this, like the way you're moving your hands, just kind of there's like a kind of a grace to Isaac that uh, isn't necessarily expected from a robot character, but um, but it's there for him. I think that's nice to hear. Yeah, he's um, he's a graceful creature. Um, I, I think I think that was a good path to go down um, when we all sort of as a team collectively sort of decided that that was a good, good move. I think, you know, we all felt quite happy, um, you know, traditionally robots, artificial life forms, all that kind of stuff, are a bit sort of jointy, aren't they? Just to sort mm -hmm. of em emphasize their otherness. Whereas the nice thing about Isaac is it's kind of creepy in a good way if he's sort of more fluid than humans you know it's got that mm. kind of it's like a balletic elegance to him but yeah i don't know i mean if you talk about it too much it sounds like wank but it's quite <laughs> nice to uh, to hear to hear that you know you've noticed that's good yeah and it sounds like so that was something that you talked over with uh um mcfarland and or, or other people directors or um, well, Seth, is, yeah, his Seth is very much my eyes on Isaac on set, okay. um, you know, and he'll he'll sort of help he'll guide me um, yeah. in certain scenes, and you know, because he's always watching the monitor, even if he's in a scene himself, he'll be 
constantly at the monitor, like just making sure everything is, you know, in his vision, which is great. Um, and you know, I'll, I'll, if I'm doing a particularly complicated scene for Isaac, I will go and watch the monitor as well, just to sort of gauge what I'm doing. Cause of course I've got absolutely no idea. Uh, I can't look at myself in a way that and like other actors can on set, you know, you can constantly check yourself quickly or whatever. So it's, um, that's very useful having Seth there to do that. And of course, you know, he, he's inside the character just as, as much as I am and he created him. So mm. yeah. It's great. Cool. So I do want to talk about this particular episode because you get to act outside of the costume. Um, but it's still kind of, it's interesting because you're still playing Isaac who doesn't have emotion, doesn't express a lot of emotion. And so you, you, your performance is kind of, uh, it's going to have to be kind of you know played a certain way. But so I guess I just want to ask you about the, the, the difference between playing Isaac in costume versus out of costume. Um, and, uh, like, you know, like when you're in costume and you got the faceplate on, like, are you ever like making faces and stuff or, um, are you, are you always, you know, did you play Isaac out of costume kind of the same way you play him in? Um, I, I do occasionally yawn in a scene. <laughs> in a scene <laughs> Um, I might fall asleep sometimes. <laughs> uh, no, I, I don't really pull faces. I am, um, no, I, that is pretty much what I'm doing underneath the mask, um, uh, which is, which is, it's, it's handy that it is also what I ended up doing, um, for when he became human. Um, I, when I, when I saw in the script that was happening, um, I thought, well, what kind of human would Isaac create? Um, obviously, you know, it was great that they used me and, and therefore I couldn't really change how I looked. Um, but the way he would like act, um, I suppose, you know, Isaac's idea, he doesn't think very highly of humans in general. Um, so he wouldn't be a very sort of, well, I mean, he, he'd make him in his own image, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Um, so I think that's what he, he has done with his own, uh, human avatar. It was really fun to play the two Isaacs in this last episode. And I think, you know, it, it really enriches the character. Um, it's been great, great to see the reception from this episode on, uh, on social media, you know, and talking to the fa- with the fans about it. It's just been uh, brilliant. I thought that I thought I personally thought the, uh, the episode worked so well on all fronts. Um, I mean, having the orchestra there, I thought uh, Adrienne was just so wonderful in it. Obviously, Penny was fantastic. Um, just seeing Norm there as well, and um, <laughs> the, whole, the whole ode to musicals, and it was just a it was just a fantastic episode. Um, I'm really proud of it, and it's great to see how warmly it has been received. Yeah, that was um, <laughs> I. I... Had a had a very um, laughing moment uh, actually seeing Norm show up. <laughs> that was, that genius. was great. Genius. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> he's a great guy. Uh, so, what do you think about uh, Bordis's new mustache? I like it. I do too. <laughs> I'm all up for keeping that. Um, I'm a I'm a big fan of a mustache. I must admit. I that's it. That's 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 my standpoint there. Uh, if the whole crew had tashes, I think it could work. <laughs> we, could, we could do like a hipster episode, couldn't we? Yeah. 
the Isaac had a mustache on the uh, with the Mr. Potato Head face, didn't he? I'm trying to remember if they did the mustache on that. God, I can't remember. Uh, I you've put that in my head now, and I can. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I had to be there. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I'm, I mean, he could rock it easily, couldn't he? He's, he's a, oh, absolutely. He's he's a he's a a leader in fashion. So uh, <laughs> yeah, why not? <laughs> yeah, I was thinking. Um, it was a good thing that uh, that Isaac asked um, Lamar for the advice instead of Malloy. Otherwise, instead of um, <laughs> in, instead of you being outside of the uh, costume, it probably would have been uh, another Mister Potato Head. Like a sexy Mr. Potato. Yeah. Right. Uh, a romantic one. I don't think we need to see that. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, exactly. And it was actually really nice to have uh, to have um, Lamar involved a bit more in this episode as well. Um, it was great doing that scene where we went bowling, uh, which was fantastic. We shot it on this in this great retro bowling alley on uh, Venice Boulevard here in LA and uh, we had a great day's filming then we all got to have a bit of uh, bowling practice in there so yeah it's great fun are you a good bowler I am an adequate bowler I am not great and I'm not bad I have been bad but I've gotten better so it's it's sort of no one's asked me to be on a team put it that way (laughs) (laughs) um so the, the the big apology scene at the end of this, um, you know, was great and uh, you know clearly an homage to uh, a lot of musicals. And um, are you a fan of musicals? Yeah, I am definitely. I mean, I come from a big theatre background, so a good musical can, yeah, really move me, tug at the old heartstrings. Yeah, which favorite? I was actually I was doing a uh, interview today, and someone oh, you just about to ask me what my favorite one. Is. That's all right. To finish the story. Oh, yeah. And um, sorry. Yeah. And I did an interview today and they asked me what my uh, my favorite musical was. And that's just too hard to choose. But yeah. I did see Come From Away on Broadway when I uh, was in New York a few months back. And I just think it's wonderful. So if anyone hasn't seen that, go and see it. It's great. Cool. There you go. A little promotion. For, uh, <laughs> Broadway musical. Awesome. So, um, so any- it's also on west end now actually so yeah there you go in london too cool so that with that um ty's recital i uh, read that uh, kai actually was playing that he did he's he's just he's a marvel that kid um oh. and it was so it's such a beautiful piece of music he did really well i can't remember what it is i i asked seth actually afterwards and he couldn't remember i think i think it's brahms I it think. was super familiar to me, but I couldn't tell you either. It's probably in the credits, actually, isn't it? I bet. It might be. Do they have do they have to give rights to the Brahms estate now? <laughs> <laughs> that can't be the case. I mean he's long dead, isn't he? Yeah, I think it's out of uh it's probably in um public domain at this point. It must be out of copyright, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah. But um it, yeah, he was he was great. I mean the kid's just fantastic. He's such a lovely um lovely boy and uh it's quite funny because i'll chat to him on twitter but i know full well it's not him it's his mum. so um if she's listening i know it's you <laughs> i know it's not him <laughs> but it's great it's we we have a lot of bants you know um 
I, I look forward to seeing the kids again, actually. Mind you, um, BJ is going to be taller than me, I think. Uh, if we get round to a, a third season, he's going to be probably a foot taller than me. I think. <laughs> he's shooting up. <laughs> we talked to him a couple of episodes ago. What a great kid. Oh, you had BJ on, did you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. he was fantastic. Yeah, he, he is. He's, he's so charming. I get I get lovely hugs when I go on and I see oh, those kids. Yeah. They call, you, they call you Mr. Mark. They call me. Yeah, they could. could they do call me Mr. Mark. Yeah, yeah. And Miss Miss Penny. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. That's a good Southern upbringing right there. I know. Sometimes they call me Sir. Makes me feel ancient. <laughs> I know. It is quite nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In fact, I've noticed that Look, British kids don't call anyone Sir. It's it's very much an American thing. It's very polite. Very mm-hmm. nice. <laughs> And so also during the episode, we, uh, we got to see Isaac's lab. And, uh, so that was, um, that was another thing that we actually had to, uh, keep secret from everybody that we saw on our set visit. We heard some of your dialogue in the, um, it was the conference room scene when, uh, uh, the talking to Admiral Perry or uh, Ted Danson's character. Oh, from last week's episode. Oh yeah. 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 Great to have him on. Right. Uh, yeah. What a what a wonderful actor! Oh right, yeah. So you've had, you uh, had to sign some NDAs before you left, did you? Many. They're going to hunt you da- hunt you down. <laughs> <laughs> many many NDAs. I live in constant fear of giving anything away. Honestly, I expect there to be a knock on my door in the middle of the night, and it's the the fox, fed, the fox bureau of investigation. <laughs> <I guess. laughs> Come to like take me to a, a cell and put me out of my misery, and then you'll have just have a new guy playing Isaac suddenly. And no one will talk about it. It'll be really weird. <laughs> no one will refer to it, but they'll just get on with it. Um, yeah, because I always get so. So what can you what can you tell us about? You know what 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 uh, what juicy gossip can you give us? I'm yeah. like absolutely nothing. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Why are you asking me this? <laughs> Ridiculous. You're trying to get me in trouble. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But it is, it's a cool set, though, that you get the lab. So. Yeah, I love the lab. That lab, it's funny because that room, they, they switch out and turn it into lots of different things. So if you're very observant, you'll see that it's also the brig. Mm. Um, mm. It's been something else as well. I can't quite remember what. But yeah, it is. Um, it's great as my lab. Love it. I think he just sort of stands there motionless at night when everyone's asleep. Charging. <laughs> Does he have to charge? I, well, I don't know. This was net. This isn't. This has not been cleared up. There was a bit. There was a bit of a running joke in the first season that someone would write something in where you know they're they're trying to find something on the ship. They open a cupboard and he's just in there charging. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> like a Hoover or something. You know. Um, so I don't know that that didn't make it in, but he well presumably. I mean. I don't know. Unless he's got, they've got kinetic energy. That's the eternal one. Yeah, just by walking, he uh, he charges himself. Like those watches, when you swing the watch and it it rewinds itself. Exactly. It would be a bit shit if he couldn't actually. (laughs) If he had to to charge himself, wouldn't it? Not very menacing. And (laughs) someone needs to publish the Isaac technical manual. I'll buy a copy. God, that'll be mind-bending stuff. <laughs> I'm, I'm not reading it. You just have to have, 
That sounds boring as hell. <laughs> so, um, what was it like wearing the khakis and the uh, the button down shirt over the over the uh, suit? They actually looked better than I thought they would. They were quite fitted, and you know, did quite a nice job. I thought, yeah, uh, yeah, They're very funny to look at. And then, of course, the wife beater in the. Um, <laughs> Oh my god! Oh, I lost it at that. That that, that <laughs> whole exchange was, I I had to pause uh, the was, episode because I did, I couldn't <laughs> pay attention enough. It was so well written, wasn't it? Yeah, it was just brilliant. It was. I mean, I, I just think it, it just the whole episode was so well balanced in every way. It was, I mean, just a, a dream to be part of. Um, I'm very lucky to you know that that was one of Isaac's big episodes, but it it just felt so fantastic. And of course, Seth directed that episode as well. Um, so a lot of the credit has to go to him. Um, just, uh, yeah, great, great, great to do. Real privilege, actually. Yeah, it, it is remarkable. I, I, you know, you could see where it's going kind of early on in the episode. And, and I wasn't sure like how on board I was going to be with it. Like, you know, it was, it was going to take some work to kind of like, pull me along as a viewer and, and kind of get me invested in, in this relationship. And certainly having you outside of the makeup or outside of the, uh, outside of the outfit helped, um, you know, those scenes, but, uh, um, yeah, you guys pulled it off, man. It was, it was great. And, uh, and some pretty hot stuff in there too. Like, uh, <laughs> your, your, uh, love scenes with Penny are pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. She, she was fantastic. I mean, she, she's the most wonderful actress to work with. She is just there for you. She gives you everything. Um, it's it's a real dream to work with her. I've learned a lot from her, um, which is just wonderful. You know, I mean, it's 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 always a lesson. It's always a a joy to be on set with Penny, um, and uh, I'm very lucky that her. You know, our characters are kind of into each other. So yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It's I have to say, it's been quite tricky having to like you know keep my mouth shut about all the stuff that's happening yeah all that's happened particularly in this um episode uh but it's so nice that it's out there now because i'm like yes i can talk about <laughs> it i can have uh you know i can have fun with it um so yeah it's it's yeah it's brilliant she's she's a joy have you had her on yet not yet been trying but uh um, i am so oh, looking forward to, to yeah we uh <laughs> And we're we're supposed to have Kai on uh, soon as well, and so oh, trying to get trying to get the entire Finn family. That would be nice. Yeah, yeah. that'd be great. All right, I'm gonna have a word with all of them. Mind you, you've had BJ already, haven't you? Right. Yeah, we'll have him again though. He was awesome. <laughs> yeah, he is. He's cute. <laughs> he's gonna have. He's gonna be like this when you when you. <laughs> <laughs> He's just going to be a full-blown man for yeah, season yeah. three if we uh, if we get there. We don't know if we are there yet, but uh, yeah, yeah, that would be interesting. Have <laughs> his own mustache. Have his own mustache. Yeah. Well, Bortus's must be lying around somewhere. So he, can, <laughs> he can wear that if uh, if he wants right. to. <laughs> Gross. So, I think um, I think this episode we actually got our first. Um, future pop culture reference you know we all the pop culture references from the uh you know the 60s 70s 80s 90s 
Um, but uh, I there was um, the uh, the talk. I I think the it was called the Mind of Hermes movie from twenty thirty five. You're absolutely right. Yeah, I love that touch as well. When I saw that in the script, I was like, that's cool. That's making stuff up that hasn't happened yet. Yeah. 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 Uh, Mind of Hermes, I think it was. Mind of Hermes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Wonder what that's like. What's that about, do you reckon? Yeah, I guess we'll find out in what, 16 years. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's going to make it now, haven't yeah. they? <laughs> Actually, it could be a spin off. Like, yeah. Yeah, we could, we could yeah. do that. <laughs> um, and if it's Claire's favorite, it's bound to be, um, I don't know, I reckon it's quite whimsical, quite romantic, dramatic. Yeah. yeah? But Mind of Hermes, it makes it sound like a space opera in some way as well. It does, yeah. 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 <laughs> Seth needs to get on that. Yeah. <laughs> To be honest with you, he's not really doing much, so I'm sure he'll... <laughs> <laughs> no, totally, yeah. I'm sure he's got lots of time for that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I love that man. He does work his ass off, though. So I he's, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's Friday night, so he's definitely working somewhere. Bless him. <laughs> Is this going out live, by the way? No. No, no, no. no. No, I'm I'm misunderstanding what a podcast is, aren't I? <laughs> yeah, okay, well, some cool. Some of them do, some of them do, but not this. Oh, one. they do. Okay, right. Yeah, we we just suck at podcasting, so we <laughs> we uh, <laughs> we have to do uh, we have to do edits and things. Oh, good. Make me sound better than I <laughs> have done because it, yeah, I mumble and screw my words up a lot and swear. Probably, you probably have to get rid of that. Do you? No. Yeah. No. No. Oh, we don't have to. Great, fuck, brilliant. <laughs> that one's for free. <laughs> um, yeah, well, this has been great, guys. Do you have anything, anything else? I'm just wrap, I'm wrapping it up. And, guys, that was the <laughs> Planetary Union podcast. Thanks so much for joining in. <laughs> Who have you got on next? That was great. Uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't have any questions. <laughs> um, next, actually, we've got uh, Peter Macon. Amazing. I was on the phone to him earlier today. He's a, he's, um, it, yeah, it's great. Actually, I've just been back in LA doing a bit of press for this episode we we just had. So I've been catching up with um, some of the peeps in the show. And it's, uh, yeah, it's a joy to see them all. I haven't been back for three months. So, um, but of course, I'm sitting in a hotel room with a cold talking to you guys. So uh, wh- how else would I spend my Friday night, right? So what are you doing in LA right now? Um, I was doing press, but um, okay. I'm actually uh, I'm uh, I'm going back next week via New York, uh, back to London. So, looking forward to that. Might go and see a Broadway musical. You never know. In yeah. fact, I am. Yeah, I am. I'm going to go see King Kong because my mates in it. Oh, I'm so jealous. Yeah, he's one of the puppeteers. He's one of the like I think twelve puppeteers that are inside King Kong. Wow. wow. Uh, well, next time we talk, I definitely want to get a review from you on that. Absolutely. Um, I'm going. I'm going to go to the show as a puppeteer. I've decided. Okay. <laughs> I think. Yeah. Well, you know, I kind of am. Yeah. 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 Sure. So I'm gonna. I'm gonna go with my puppeteer hat on and go. Mm, yes. Very interesting. Yeah. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So we can talk about that next time. Cool. 
All right. Well, thanks. Uh, thanks again, Mark, for joining us again. It was uh, great to have you back. And um, yeah, we'll we'll do this as much as you want. <laughs> okay. Thanks very much, guys. Yeah, it's good talking to you. You too. Take care, guys. All right. Bye-bye. Thanks. Bye. Mark is awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was glad to finally get to talk to him because yeah, I forget what it was last time. If it was, like my schedule or my technical difficulties, it, it was something. On been, my yeah, end. I, yeah. I, I think um, you might have been listening, but it's like every time you talked, it was. That sounds right. That sounds yeah, right. Yeah. I think that was that episode. Yeah, yeah. So good. Glad that wasn't the case this time. Yeah, he's just a delightful dude. Yeah. Oh man! So, so so this episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It is uh, so. It is being well received. I, I mean, I assume. But, yeah, uh, yeah. I, okay. I haven't heard any um, any anybody down on it. I yeah. mean, you know, there's always a curmudgeon, but. Oh sure. Yeah, I just uh, I was on IMDb as as you do, and uh, just looking at the different episodes and. Um, you know, you got like little IMDb star rating or whatever, and this is like one of the highest rated from the season. Nice. Yeah, uh, I haven't, so, I haven't looked at yeah. that yet. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You want to run it down? Sure. All right. Um. So mustache. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I wish I would like. I don't need this conversation, but I just I would love to like know like how that conversation went between Malloy and Bordas, and like how did that come up. And uh, there's a billion different ways it could have, and they all would have been funny and um, and completely in character for Malloy. But um, <laughs> well, yeah, just, we'll have to uh, we'll, we'll have to get Peter's take on it, and we'll we'll get Bordas's side, and uh, yeah, yeah, and, and see if they've had you know maybe uh, <laughs> I just yeah I could just imagine that you know in, in in my imagination that they actually had that conversation and right <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, I, like, I wasn't sure like about the science on it because she's she kind of does this like follicle stimulator thing yeah. and like I mean as far as I can tell there's there's there there's like there's no hair on Bordas's body right and we've seen <laughs> right. most of it yeah <laughs> so I don't know where that hair is coming from but uh, I'm glad that it exists because that a, mustache yeah was right know, on I I need one of those it, it, it like he <laughs> grows a mustache in like an hour it takes me like two months. Yeah, and it was a great '70s mustache too. It was just like <laughs> just nice. It was like Tom Selleck. Yeah, exactly. That, that was yeah. It was Tom Selleck, <laughs> rivaling Tom Selleck. Yeah, yeah. Bordis PI. <laughs> so I was a little angry at Clyden for uh, making him shave it off. Actually, <laughs> at least Topa liked it. Yep, yep, yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, so I guess that scene is there to kind of introduce, or, you know, kind of put the focus on Claire, Doctor Finn, um, and as they're kind of wrapping up, Isaac comes in and uh, he's got a banana for her because he knows that she gets a little bit ornery um, <laughs> when she's hungry at the end of the day, and uh, that just kind of makes her. Well, no, he also notices her hair, right? Like she's done yeah. something different. Yeah, yeah, I think. What was it? I did um, not notice. It, it was. Uh... Did did the uh, the uh, the other configuration not provide <laughs> adequate warmth? I believe was the yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So you know, she just kind of goes, "Hmm, all right." You know, this guy he kind of knows me. Like we're he's like a part of my life now, and um, and I'm still like like I said in our interview, like I was 
I could see where this was going. I was like, oh, am I going to, I don't know if I'm going to get into this. Like, you know, uh, I kind of thought of it as like, um, uh, that, that next generation episode, there's a couple of really data and, you know, kind of questioning right. his, his humanity and, and stuff. And I thought maybe we're going to get into like some philosophical territory there. And thankfully, I mean, that would have been fine if they had done that, but, um, I, I'm glad they went something where completely different with it. And, um, and it really, as like some of her conversations, conversations with Kelly went like it, it, this would not have been the same with one of the other characters, mm-hmm. um, you know, because as Kelly says, like Dr. Finn is like the wisest person on board. Like she is very together. She is not just going to kind of jump into something because it, you know, she's just curious about it or it just, you know, I don't know, whatever. Um, yeah. At least not since the, um, since Yafit in season one, when she was basically <laughs> enveloped by. Yeah. Yafet. She wasn't completely in her, uh, her right mind. <laughs> True. Uh, for that. It was Cupid's dagger, wasn't it? The Yeah, uh, yeah. She was under the influence of Rob Lowe, which, you know. <laughs> As you would be, right? We uh. could all relate, yeah. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh yeah, so you just I knew that like the story was gonna be in safe hands because it was focused on her. Um and but uh but you know, at this point she's kind of wondering about him. I'm kinda of going I'm, I'm kinda of getting a little bit nervous. Um <laughs> but it, it turned out it turned out great. Um, yeah, the whole thing was just executed well. Yeah. Uh, we get the, uh, the recital mm-hmm. that we talked about in the interview uh, with the tie. And so I am shocked that that was him actually playing. Um, yeah. like I, that was a question I, we're going to kind of, kind of spoil that. We're going to have him on there. We, maybe we already announced it before, but right. we are going to talk to him. And, um, that was one of the questions like, as was I'm watching this episode, I was like, Oh, I want to ask him about that. And, and I still do want to find out like, you know, oh yeah, of, we got to ask him directly too. With yeah. the, well, with the piano, like you know, I'm, I'm curious, like you know, how many, how much, how many lessons has he had, and like you know, all this stuff. But um, yeah, super impressive, super impressive. Yeah, I think uh, um, Jay Lee plays. Actually, I, I just know from social media that he plays as well. So I wonder if he's getting some uh, some tips there too. Nice, nice. Yeah, um, they should form a band. Yeah, we I, and. For God's sake, let Borda sing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So that, um, I think the symphony was, I, I believe the symphony was live as well. And that, mm. uh, if you um, if you, if you go back to uh, our our interview with BJ, when he was talking about seeing uh, the symphony, mm. that was it. <laughs> That's what he was talking about. Uh-huh. Okay. So I it was like, he, he was trying very hard not to... Um, <laughs> Not to give anything away that there was sure. actually going to be a uh, be an actual. Now that that being said, I, yeah, they may have seen scoring as well, but that's what I assumed. But uh, yeah, but that was cool. So, and, and who who was conducting there? Do you know? I don't know. I do know that um, uh, Andrew Cotty uh, did the uh, scoring. So, but that but wasn't him. Okay. Yeah, I was curious if it was uh, like somebody we had talked to or are going to talk to. Um, yeah, well, like, I mean, it didn't. I, I it didn't look like him anyway. But, yeah, yeah. So I don't know what we have next. <laughs> oh, we kind of jumped around a there. bit. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so uh, in just after the recital, they um, uh, Doctor Finn noticed Isaac kind of standing 
observing and you know, they mm, end up mm. uh i think uh uh the the drinking thing like uh you know he says i i don't drink and like uh, you know not everyone's perfect or something like that <laughs> right right <laughs> yeah uh, just speaking, just more exposition for yeah. their relationship and speaking of drinking it's right after that where dr finn goes to talk to kelly about like she's, she's kind of starting to feel like maybe there's something there like just in her like I, like and she's smart enough to know that this isn't coming from isaac but there's something like i'm feeling something and um <laughs> yeah <laughs> and she asked kelly it's like you, you want a glass of wine and kelly's like no i'm on duty like, yeah you know like, yeah, come she, on we we and like we already know that that they day drink I mean, this isn't the first time that. <laughs> right. <laughs> so let's let's like not be coy. At least, she tries to keep the pretense up. But, right. Uh, but as soon as Doctor Finn drops the bomb on what she's really feeling, Kelly is like, oh, "Okay, we're gonna have a couple of glasses." <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, and like you said, we got to see uh, Isaac's lab. Yep. And uh, that was cool. Um, and Claire. Uh, goes and uh, asks him for a date and um i'm still like at this point I, I, i'm getting into the humor of it but uh but i'm still not sure like you know how is this gonna go like are the, is this just gonna be for laughs or is it gonna be you know like am i supposed to be getting invested right uh in this um because i've liked their dynamics so far like I, I really like him as like part of her family and you know, she's been doing this on her own for so long and, um, you know, just to have, have somebody to help her, um, you know, when she's, when she can't be everywhere at once, uh, has been really cool to see. And I, I just, I like that partnership. And so like, it makes sense to me like she would, you know, maybe start to project some stuff onto him. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, I don't know Were you, what were you feeling like, is this is kind of developing, are you, were you completely on board or what, uh, um, I didn't. I I really didn't know how I f- felt exactly at <laughs> at the moment. I just was. Uh, I was just trying to let things kind of unfold. Right. Right. Well, and if nothing else, like I've really learned to trust the writing on this show, and uh, mm-hmm. you know, like Seth isn't going to like take it in. I mean, he's going to take it in really interesting places, but it's always like I, I trust that it's going to feel grounded. It's going to feel like true to the characters as they've been kind of developing and unfolding. Um, so I was, I, I, I knew that it wasn't just going to like head off into La La Land, but uh, at the same time, I, I just, I wasn't sure, um, you know, if I was going to be completely invested in it um, and was certainly surprised by the end to find that I was mm-hmm. really invested in it. So, um, but I'm skipping ahead. So uh, <laughs> Isaac asked Lamar uh, for advice on, yeah. uh, on the and it's in <laughs> engineering, so you got yeah. you know, everybody there. Yaffa, yeah, Yaffa's there, and Dan, and Dan saying you can borrow one of my shirts. Yeah. It doesn't even sweet emotion. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and like Yaf, when Isaac you know says it's it's Doctor Finn, Yaffa's like oh. what. I, I felt so bad for him. I felt so bad. I mean, not like 100% me. bad, but yeah. Because <laughs> like Yafit needs some advice too. Like he needs some coaching from Lamar as well. But yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But, his, go ahead. No, no, go for it. I, I was just, you know, Yafit's just been, you know, 
he's just like right out there with like and, and everything is just very sexual with him and like it, there's, there's like no romance to him at all um but he also like i believe that like, his feelings for her are real so like I, I did feel kind of bad for him that uh it's like this woman that he has been you know completely obsessed with uh is interested in somebody else now so it's like right. yeah kid yeah and so uh, the the end of that scene um, brought, I, I think, one of the funniest moments I've I've seen in this show yet, where Malloy <laughs> and Lavar are like kids running to the bridge, side yeah. by side up the stairs, just and like oh my god, oh my god, they, oh my god. <laughs> they cannot wait to tell people, and like, and they get to the bridge and they're like yelling over each other, like both of them want to be the first one to like break this news. Uh, <laughs> That was so funny. <laughs> it's hilarious. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So Isaac shows up uh, for his date, and he's wearing these khakis <laughs> and this uh, pretty sweet button-down, like collarless shirt. Yeah. Um, yeah, I kind of dig uh, the shirt. Yeah, I did too. Um, you know, he's got flowers, and uh, so they go on their date, and um, and the date is the symphony, right? Um, and. Uh, but then they follow that up with uh, dinner in the simulator, which is, um, I, I guess, he's like one of her favorite restaurants. From, yeah, because yeah, he had downloaded basically everything about her from the personnel file, and uh, which yeah. was a little off-putting, I guess, for. Yeah, she felt cheated. Like she wanted the, you know, the getting to know you conversation, and you know, she wanted to talk about herself, and he already knows everything about herself, and. Uh, um, but she, she handled it like a champ. Like she, you know, she started asking him about himself and his culture and, um, yeah, you know, and then, yeah, and he was, he, when he was going on, she said, well, let's, let's flip the tables here. Oh my and God. <laughs> take, let's take it completely literally and flip the table. It was so sudden and out of nowhere. Like it, uh, <laughs> it's great. Just great. Um, and we get, and good. Um, we get that, uh, uh, get a little bit about that um, mind of Hermes. That's her favorite movie, right? So I don't right. really. I think that is the first future pop culture reference we've got. Yeah, I I, I can't think of another one. Um, uh, I, like I know, Next Generation used to do that quite a bit. Like they'd be throwing you know, pop culture from the past, and they would mention a couple of things from like you know the eighties or ninety or not the nineties during Next Generation, but um, you know seventies or eighties, and then they would throw in you know so-and-so's you know thesis on yada 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 from mm. 20 whatever um but uh the orville so far has been very firmly rooted in like existing pop culture that we know um so yeah it was it was kind of cool to, to see them expand a little bit and um yeah i'm i'm very curious about that movie now yeah i'm ready for it yeah i mean it'd be awesome if they actually just like film a clip of it you know like so to have her watching it at some point That'd be a good Easter egg. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we find out a little bit more about uh, the Kalon. Uh-huh. Um, just as she's asking him questions, and and they're uh, they're considering joining the union, and so she, they're just kind of like waiting for Isaac Griffin is gathering his research to uh, to help them make an informed decision about whether they're going to join the union or not. Right. Um. And uh, Claire gives him a little smoochy. <laughs> with uh with lipstick with little lipstick on him. I thought that was pretty cute. Like that was good. Um 
and yeah, yeah back back on the bridge. Uh, <laughs> um, what it was. Uh, I, I believe this was the scene where um, Malloy was like, like, you know, come on, are you gonna say, you know, and uh, then um, t- they were talking about, uh, you know, were there sparks and. <laughs> Right. <laughs> he says no <laughs> negative. There was no equipment malfunction. Then Captain Mercer says, "Well, you don't have to brag about it." <laughs> yeah, yeah. For Uh-oh. for everyone who um, who has complained about you know the the humor being a little bit more lacking this season, this episode mm-hmm. is <laughs> is for you. Yeah, yeah. Huh? I hadn't thought about that. Like. Um, so people have been complaining about that. There's been a few complaints that, uh, and well, we knew going into it uh, because it's not like it hadn't been public that um, the uh, the overt humor was going to be dialed down some for season two. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember like some of the the writers people talking about that a little bit um, when when we talked to them last season, right? Uh, but uh, I, I, yeah, I don't know, like. I haven't missed it. Like I haven't felt like it was like an overly serious show or anything. Like the 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 characters are still funny characters, right? But, well, you just have to, uh, you know, the it, it's smart. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but yeah, there was a lot of like just really funny scenarios um, in this, and uh, a lot of opportunity for for people to kind of. Uh, poke fun or, or cut up a little bit. Um, so I get it. Yep. Um, let's see. I don't know if I'm skipping ahead, but uh, there was there was a scene where Tala uh, goes in for her physical. Uh-huh. And um, uh, the, yeah, then Kelly comes in and, and uh, um, I'm trying to remember what that conversation was about. But, uh, but that's where um, Isaac comes over the cake. Right. Uh, he, well, he, he comes that, in with the cake in the scene just after that. Oh, right after that. Yeah, because okay. it's in the middle of the night. Oh, um, that's right. That's right. It's like you know, creepily hovering over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I'm trying to remember who suggested that. Um, uh, it was oh, yeah. it was Ed and Kelly when they were. Yeah. Which was another Kelly great was exchange about horrible, too. Horrible cakes that Ed used to make. Um, just kind of be spontaneous. Yeah. Because uh, that was yeah. Because that's what. Um, what Dr. Finn was kind of complaining about, like, there was no spontaneity in their first date because Isaac already knew everything about her. So he's trying to like add that in. So he makes sure this really great looking cake actually. Um, but yeah, shows yeah the kids were excited about it. it. Yeah. Right. Can we have the cake? Yeah, is that cake for us? <laughs> <laughs> oh yes. Um, and so then we, uh, we, you know, we go bowling. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, which we touched on a little bit, and uh, Centerfold uh, was uh, <laughs> was Tom. Yeah, it was Tom's uh, suggestion as well. Oh, really? Yeah, uh, yeah. So they put Centerfold in there. That was great. That was great. That's, that's a good bowling uh, <laughs> bowling alley song. Yeah, it's you know it's eighties bowling alley. It, yeah, totally. Yeah, it was it rem- reminded me of every every time being in the bowling alley as a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, and Isaac records everything. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Yeah, because uh, 
somebody asked him like what she said, right? right? And he just plays back the recording of it, and uh, <laughs> they're like, uh, "Remind me to never to tell you anything intimate." Cause, yeah, yeah, it's just always, always recording. <laughs> and then, um, um, yeah, I, Isaac uh, sends a, uh, I guess, an instant message to uh, Doctor Finn to have her meet him in the simulator. Yeah. And then everyone's world gets turned upside down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cuz uh yeah, so in the simulator, Isaac kind of can um so is he just kind of overlaying this hologram like over his own skin or I, like how... I suspect that's probably it. Okay. Yeah, I mean that, that seems to be visually what's happening. Like I, I could, I kind of, when he said meet me in the simulator, like my thought was he was gonna like somehow, um, like put his consciousness like into the simulator or something and just kind of create a hologram version of himself that that could interact with her. But, um, but it actually seems like he is, like he is there physically. It's not uh, right, not just a, a an image of this human that he's created. Um. But yeah, I mean, it was, it was great to see Mark. Like, I, like I've seen pictures of him. Like I know what he looked like, but uh, um, it was fun to see him outside of the costume. And yeah, um, I was wondering if we were ever going to to get to actually see see him outside. You know, actually see his face. Yeah, and, like I thought if we did, it'd be like some kind of cameo where he'd play like you know a guy in the background of a, of the you know, mess hall or something like that. But but yeah, this was cool. Yeah, it's very very cool. Very unexpected. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then we we get we get a love scene, which is pretty hot. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we could get the line about the woman in the vacuum cleaner, which honestly, like, had occurred to me earlier in the episode. Like, that's kind of what I was like hoping they would avoid, and uh, so I'm I'm glad that they kind of could make the joke about it and and say no, that's not what this is, um, right? And I think that was kind of like the part where I said, okay, now I'm, I'm, well, first of all, seeing Mark, um, was, was the first big step. And then just having her say that line and just kind of acknowledging like my fears for it, mm -hmm. uh, that kind of crossed the finish line for me. And so I was, I was all on board after that. Um, <laughs> and then Isaac, that big jerk, he's got what he got what he came for. <laughs> yeah, that was and now he wants to break it off. <laughs> yeah, they um, they, <laughs> the uh, the the scene the scene there where she I mean, she comes at the door and he's just like you know sprawled out of the couch with the oh man beer yeah so because the... <laughs> he talks to Malloy or Lamar he yeah. talks to Lamar um, about. You know, okay, I, I'm, I'm kind of done now. How do I finish it? How do I end this? And, and Lamar's like, well, here's what I do. And he's, he's all about, you know, to try to make it easier for everybody. Just m create a scenario where she wants to break up with you. And so <laughs> he, he continues to give him advice that we don't see, but we see the result of it. Because, yeah, she like you just said, like she comes in. He's got like bottles everywhere. He's in his wife beater and his tidy whiteies, and you know, saying things like, you know, it's about time you got home. Where's yeah. my dinner? <laughs> yeah, this has caused me to become displeased. 
Yeah. <laughs> and then you're know, talking about, uh, you know, <laughs> the last thing you need is more dessert. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, ouch. Yeah. Ouch. Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, like, and the perhaps you were on your period line was. Oh, my gosh. I'm yeah. like, well, that's it. I'm done. <laughs> that's hilarious. I'm incapable of stuttering, so I know you heard me. Right. <laughs> oh, just every every just nasty thing you can think of to say, just coming out of that guy's mouth. Um, <laughs> but it's, it was so funny, so funny. I, think um, I, I read a, uh, a comment, I, Twitter or some social media, uh, where somebody had uh, made the comment of uh, like, I, I kind of you know hope that he would have uh, been like an Al Bundy moment, you know, hand down the pants and. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but the way they executed was that was flawless yeah it was great it was great i mean it was heart heartbreaking yeah the, was... the end of the scene was you know kind of a bummer but yeah yeah and and also a bummer so like we talked we talked mentioned that norm mcdonald actually appears in the episode now because he's got this he, he's heard about what isaac did so yeah he's Hey, if it works for that guy, it can work for me. So Yafit yeah. <laughs> creates a simulation of himself. I really wasn't expecting that one. No, me either. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm waiting for the camera to pan down. And, and it's, <laughs> yeah. like, nope. <laughs> so he's hoping to get her on the rebound. It is not going to work. She is not into that at all. Um. So, yeah. And then we got, you know, some, some sad after breakup stuff, like, so Isaac had taught Ty how to play the piano. She gets a new piano teacher. Um, it has like 20 something fingers, but you're right. Right. But Isaac insists that he's still, you know, he's not as proficient as, uh, as Isaac is. Um, and, uh, you got to know here about the stars. I forget what that's about. Oh, uh, the two, the, the red dwarf and the white dwarf. Oh yeah. And, they were, and uh, Isaac was calculating, um, something involving that and makes a mistake. Right. Right. So yeah, his, his, he's distracted. Like his mind is not, uh, completely on his work, which is weird for Isaac. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so he, and, and there's a conversation with Ed, right. Where he, he's kind of like Isaac's talking through all of this and, and kind of expressing it in his own terms. Um, like he's got like these, sub algorithms that he's kind of they've been modified because he's used to interacting with Claire and just having her, you know, he's it's, she has changed his behavior in certain ways and he's like having a hard time kind of, he doesn't want to delete everything. Right. Uh, And, and so, you know, Ed just says, well, she's got under your skin. Right. And uh, you know, which is a concise way of putting it. Um, and, and that, that's what happens. And, uh, so, you know, Isaac is incapable as far as we know of love, but as, um, I don't know, I know I'm jumping ahead here, but at the very end, when he kind of is making up with her and apologizing, like she puts it in her, her own words, which is that, you know, you just, if you, what does she say? Like you're better with me than without me or right. yeah. yeah, that, you know, what he's trying to say is that, yeah, you're better with me than without me. And. Yeah. But yeah, uh, so the uh the the conversation with with Ed uh, basically there, you know, you've got one more uh 
know, your, your, your relationship study isn't actually complete because there's something mm-hmm. you haven't done mm-hmm. yet. And that's, you know, you screwed up. So now you got to yeah. win back the girl. Well, and I'm trying to remember where this comes from, or where this happens. But at one point, Isaac says to somebody that, uh, the, like he acknowledges like another part of it is the the commitment part like mm-hmm. the the agreeing that you're going to you know be partners with this person and i forget if that's before or after he talks to ed or during that conversation or if he just says that to claire but like he's i i like that because it never reveals like where that piece of advice comes from or where that like piece of the puzzle comes from. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like that he comes up with that, uh, somehow like he realizes that the, the, the mating part of it is not the end game, um, in, in human relationships that there's much, much more after that. And, uh, so I just, I thought that was really cool and, and, uh, you know, uh, insightful for Isaac to figure that out. Right. And, uh, so then, um, uh, Claire gets called to the bridge and find out yeah. that it's Isaac that does it. Mm-hmm. She's a little pissed at first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then the music starts. Yeah, Singing in the Rain. Which, by the way, Singing in the Rain, every time I hear that song, I get flashbacks to A Clockwork Orange. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I can see that. <laughs> but uh, And then so it starts, uh, or he initiates a an, an environment uh protocol and Mm -hmm. uh starts raining on the bridge which was also done with the with the green screen so you know they didn't flood the set okay i uh, I was wondering about that yeah um yeah i think uh it was tom that uh, posted a little behind the scenes video uh earlier okay that showed that but and uh so yeah everyone looking a little bit confused and kind of off put because they're getting soaked. Right. <laughs> the right. the facial expressions were great. Yeah, yeah. Like they're, they're kind of like, uh, but <laughs> at the same time, just completely fascinated by what's happening here. Like they, nobody's like actually complaining about it because they just want to see what's going to happen. Right. Yeah. No one got up and left. Uh. Right. Right. <laughs> um, and, yeah. Yeah. And then we get our romantic comedy makeup. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> as they're. Oh yeah, <laughs> Malloy's. Uh, we are without a doubt the weirdest ship in the fleet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that is a true statement. And they uh, they end it with um, Isaac and Doctor Finn walking back into the simulator, and as they're walking through, Isaac transforms again. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so that, I guess that that kind of settles the uh, it's it's an overlay. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Well, and it also, like, I, you know, I, I like that this is now kind of a new status quo. Yeah. Like, we're not, this isn't just, like, uh, we're going to explore this in this one episode, and then it's just all going to be over, and we're going to pretend like it never happened. Right. Like, this is a new thing. So, um, I am eager to see how this goes. It'd be fun. Hopefully get some more, uh, get some more stuff for, with Isaac and the Doctor. I can't imagine them just dropping it, so... No, yeah, yeah, and and you know Isaac in a relationship is going to be awesome because <laughs> there's all this stuff for him to learn, and he's he's got all these different people with different, um, you know, kind of backgrounds <laughs> in human relationships, you know, like I I, I 
very curious to see what kind of advice Malloy wants to give him. Um, but also very eager to hear like the wisdom of Ed because mm-hmm. uh, I think he does have a lot of wisdom. So it'd be good. Yeah. Okay. So um, I'm sure everybody knows by now that there is a uh, hiatus week. So mm-hmm. uh, we'll be back in two weeks. Episodes called Deflectors, and it does not have a synopsis yet. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. Um, it was called Shields uh, for up until okay. a couple of weeks ago, and uh, yeah, or maybe just about a week ago. Um, and yeah, like we said uh, earlier when we were talking with um, with Mark, we'll have uh, Peter Macon on next. Very excited about that. Yeah. Okay, and it's it's February now, and uh, the uh, the season one trading card set from uh, Rittenhouse Archives is going to be coming out at the end of the month, Woo. which means that we're going to start our contest soon. So, watch the social media. We've only got one set, so it's going to be a big one. Nice. And I think it's your turn. All right. So if you are not already, please do follow us on Twitter. We are at Planetary underscore Union. We are also on Facebook at Planetary Union Network. We are on Instagram at Planetary Union Network. And our website is planetaryunion.net. So I guess until next time. Jill <laughs> <laughs>